there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another Espresso Shots episode of T4C. If you're interested in a career in politics, specifically how to break into local politics, then this is the episode for you, my friend, because my next guest is an elected city council member and is going to provide you with a 101 on how to break into politics. But before I introduce you to the talented Evan Glass, I want to make sure you've signed up for the Java Junkies Journal. That's time for Coffee's weekly newsletter that comes out on Mondays and gives you an exclusive look inside the episodes and the professionals we're going to be featuring that week. Just head over to the Time for Coffee website at time, the number 4coffee.org, and the sign-up box is right there on the homepage. Now, my political junkies, please grab your mug and take a chug of your favorite caffeinated brew because it's time for another caffeinated career conversation. And my delightful next guest joining me here in the flesh in my home office is a former colleague and friend of mine, Evan Glass, an at-large member of the Montgomery County Council here in Maryland. Evan was elected to the council in 2018, but he's been fighting for the people of Montgomery County for more than 15 years as an engaged resident of his community. From organizing neighborhood associations and servicing as a nonprofit leader to advocating for small business growth and championing effective government, Evan has done all of the above. Evan also served as the former executive director of the Gandhi Brigade Youth Media, in which he helped to empower minority and immigrant youth to become community leaders. And Evan and I know one another from the 12 years he and I spent at CNN, where he started in the tape library and worked his way up to become a superb political producer covering Capitol Hill and working on the campaign trail with the very talented Dana Bash. Council member Glass, Evan, welcome to Time for Coffee. I have to ask you the requisite T for C question, and that is, are you caffeinated and ready to go? I'm good to go. Good to see you, Andrea. It is so good to see you in the flesh. Now, before we get into our 10 espresso shots to help our listeners benefit from your expertise on how to break into the world of local politics and get involved in politics, Evan, I want our listeners to know that they should check out the show notes for this episode to see if the main T4C interview with you, which gets into what you're doing now as a Montgomery County Council member and how you built your career, has already been released because that episode may have dropped ahead of this one. And I also want to encourage Java junkies who really like this episode to take a screenshot of it on their phones and share it with your friends, either through email or social media, so that they can learn too. Let's jump into the espresso shots, Evan. The first question being, what entry-level jobs are available to young people who want to break into politics? That's a great question. And I think that... For young people who want to get into local politics, the best thing to do is get involved locally and not necessarily politics, but 
become part of a civic association or find an activist group that's trying to create positive change in the neighborhood where they live. And that way you get to know other community leaders, other activists, and your locally elected officials as well. And so you start getting your feet wet and start being an activist for change. And that is a good way for people to start knowing who you are and using your talents towards helping your community. And would those be volunteer experiences mostly? Yeah, most of the things are all going to be volunteer for better or worse. But I always thought of my civic endeavor as my part-time job. I had a full-time job working with you at CNN and in other places. And at night and weekends, I'd be fighting for my community in various ways. And unfortunately, that is not paid, but it's a labor of love. And the best part is seeing the fruits of that labor when you you get sidewalks fixed or get trees planted. Those are all the types of civic endeavors that someone can volunteer their time to help with. Wonderful. So, Evan, what are the skills that you look for in the young people that you hire now as an elected member of the Montgomery County Council? The probably first skill I look for is passion. I want people to work with me who really want to help the community, who love the community in which we live and are dedicated to making it the best place possible. So having an excitement and a passion about our community, about local government, and also a creativity, knowing that most of us in local government have very small staff, and there are plenty of elected officials who don't have any staff at all. So someone who wants to volunteer or hopefully get employed by a local official really needs to bring a wide skill set and try everything so that you can help the community, help your elected official, and there really are are no walls in terms of job responsibilities. It's an all hands on deck endeavor. And so I look for passion and creativity. Fantastic. Now, I'm going to ask you about whether majors matter to break into politics. I know that you were a political science major at American University, but does that matter? Uh, You're correct. I was a political science major at American University, but I also double majored in journalism. And I knew that My first love was journalism, and I loved communicating and sharing with people the things that are happening in the world around them. And that's why I went into journalism. But the skill set is very similar for politics, and it's about communicating why you think things should be done or not done if in a matter of speak. But majors are important to get a base level skill set, but it is all about building that skill set, trying new things, expanding one's horizon. And so majors are important, but I think life skills and trying new things is probably more important. So volunteering in the community, volunteering on political campaigns, those are things that you can't learn in school. So the baseline foundation is wonderful, but just keep trying new things and building that skill set is just really important. So for example, Evan, if someone were a history major or a philosophy major, would that be a drawback for you in hiring them if they had that extracurricular demonstration of their passion for their community? The major is less important to me. And it's the skill set that one has exhibited that I think is more important. So you could be a philosophy major, but if you have gotten involved in your community and you've volunteered in various ways, that speaks volumes. Fantastic. 
By the way, I want our listeners to know that we have the misfortune of unfortunately doing this interview right now as they are beginning construction right next door to me. So if you hear some banging, that's what it is. Apologies. But you know, we're trying to roll with the punches here. So next espresso shot, Evan, what about a graduate school degree? Do you see it as being important, less so for somebody who wants to break into politics, more so for someone who wants to be a politician or who wants to be a chief of staff or wants to be in a more senior role in this field? I do not have a master's degree, did not go to graduate school. I did take the LSAT thinking I wanted to be an attorney, but the problem was I liked the idea of going to law school, but didn't want to be a practicing attorney. And my advice to people thinking about what to do after receiving their undergraduate degree is try the workforce, get a job for a few years, and then see if you really want to invest the tens of thousands of dollars that a graduate degree would cost. And that's why I didn't go to law school, because while I would have enjoyed the experience, I could not have paid back the $100,000 plus bill to go to law school. And back in the day, we're going back a few decades here, people I knew who could not afford law school per se worked for tobacco firms and defending some, I'll say, unseemly clients. And I couldn't do that. And so I didn't follow that path. And I think life has worked out okay. So that would have been if they went to work for the tobacco company, they would have paid their law school Yeah, back in the 90s, there were a lot of folks who were graduating from law school and ended up working for firms that were defending the tobacco companies during the large national debate over tobacco and cancer and addiction to nicotine. And most of my friends that did that only did it because that was the only way they could pay their bills. Got it. Okay. Evan, what about life experiences? What, in your experience, have been the most useful ones to have, or perhaps that you know other colleagues or people in this industry have that would be a benefit for a young person to seek out to kind of help them stand out from the crowd when they're applying for those entry-level jobs? The best experience for me was simply telling my bosses I wanted to do more. As you mentioned in your introduction, I started off as an entry-level researcher in the tapes library at CNN, and I was relegated to watching hours upon hours of video that was brought into the DC Bureau. And essentially, my job was cataloging it, Googling it before Google existed, right? Key terms and search words. But all of my managers and bosses knew I wanted to do more. And every time I saw them, I kept saying, let me know if there's more I can do. And it got to the point where I think I was working, the most amount I worked, I think was about 22 or 23 days straight, because I did my job five days a week. And I also volunteered, well, not volunteered, I got paid for it, but I offered to work those two days that were considered my weekend. And I did what I had to do. And eventually it got recognized that I was working really hard and doing good work. And that's how I ended up getting promoted and moving up the food chain at CNN. But it was through lots of communication with my colleagues, letting them know where I wanted to be. And that while I was doing a good job and working hard at the job I had at that point in time, I wanted to do more. And you just have to let those bosses know that you want to do more. And when they give you the opportunity, 
you best work hard and show them that you're capable of doing that work. A hundred percent. Oh my gosh. I mean, you were demonstrating how hungry you were. And that's it for coffee and others. (laughs) Wonderful. So Evan, you have now been an elected council member since the early part of 2019. You were elected at the end of 2018. What for you is the best part of being a Montgomery County Council member? I love being a Montgomery County Council member. We are a large county right outside Washington, D.C. with 1.1 million people, an annual budget of approximately $5.8 billion. And in terms of population and budget size, we have a larger jurisdiction than some states here in the United States. And what I love is meeting people figuring out how to make their lives better, and ultimately having a seat at the table where I can help make these decisions. I've been an objective observer, been a journalist, where you interview folks and set some thoughts out there that you know things could be doing better or here's some information about the current state of play. But as a journalist, you don't really get to weigh in with your opinion. And as an activist, you get to weigh in with your opinion, but you don't get to make any decisions. And so now being an elected official, I get to see all the information, share the information, and ultimately make decisions on how to improve people's lives. And there's nothing more rewarding than that. Oh, fantastic. Now, as we both know, every job, even one as exciting and meaningful as the one you have right now, has a flip side to it. What for you is the part of your current job that you would say kind of sucks the most? So I don't get to see some of my friends as often as I'd like. I don't get to spend as much time with my husband and my two dogs as often as I would like. And that's because I'm at events quite a lot and being asked to attend ribbon cuttings, attend meetings, go to events is a time consuming endeavor. But that is ultimately that's the community that we live in. And that's why I ran for office and I'm serving as a council member because these are all facets of life. And if you really want to get ingrained in your community, you need to go to these events. And so I wish I was able to see family and friends more often. But but unlike my time at CNN when I was traveling the country, at least now I get to sleep in my same bed every single <laughs> night. I get to wake up and walk my dogs and see my husband. And life is good. And I'm enjoying it. And we're all we're making it work. Great. And you and I were chatting before we started this interview. And you were saying that frequently you're working seven days a week. You have events at night. There are parades that happen. There are other things that happen on the weekends. So it really could be a 24-7, almost like a CNN kind of experience being an elected official. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. When you're a journalist, at least when we were at CNN, you didn't get holidays because the news always churned. And as an elected official, you don't get holidays either because if it is a holiday, it means you're at a parade or you're at a community event or for community events. And so it's a very similar work schedule. That's why you need the passion. (laughs) (laughs) And And the coffee. And the coffee. So Evan, what is the best career advice you've ever gotten? best career advice I received was to just keep trying, try new things. And that's why my motto is life is a journey. 
And I fully am aware that you could have your mindset on having a specific job or a role and opportunities present themselves. And I am fully supportive of individuals who try different paths. And as long as you're walking forward toward that goal or that vision, the way from A to B might not be a straight line and you might encounter C, D, E, and F. But if you're moving forward and you're enjoying what you're doing, go for it. Keep walking that path. Wonderful. I would say even those times when you may not be enjoying part of the process. At least in my experience, Evan, as I look back on those times, because God knows there have been things I've had to do in various jobs or even the jobs themselves that I did not love. But I learned a lot. And that experience has had a positive impact on my life today. I think that that is a good clarification. You might not, <laughs> no, I don't no, want no, to no, clarify. No, right. you, you might not always love every second of everything you're doing. And whether it's a four o'clock wake up call as a journalist, right? Well, you got to sleep in. <laughs> oh, four o'clock, right. Sleeping in. Good perspective. Or it is saying no as an elected official that we don't have the money or the resources to do something. But I, I recognize how important an issue or an endeavor might be, but we just can't make it happen right now. They're both instances that you might not cherish, but it's part of the job. Absolutely. So two final espresso shots. What movies, if any, or Netflix, Hulu, Amazon shows, or for that matter, books, Evan, do you think accurately depict the world of politics? And please don't say House of Cards. (laughs) Well, I wasn't going to say House of Cards. I was going to say Game of Thrones. The reality is politics at different levels is really interesting. And having worked with you on Capitol Hill covering national politics, I like to think that local politics is really where things happen, where things get done, where change occurs, positive change occurs, and where labels are less important than filling potholes. And making sure that our streets are safe, our schools are good, and people are able to commute throughout the region. And that's really local politics. And so I don't know if there's necessarily a book or a TV show. I don't want to say Parks and Rec, right? It might be a humorous take on things. And yes, sometimes things are dysfunctional as well. So Parks and Rec might be an appropriate comparison. But at the end of the day, the skills that we bring and our perspectives I think are important. And so for me, books that I like to read, I like to read a lot of historical nonfiction. I have read a bunch about our founding fathers and Teddy Roosevelt and other chapters in American life and trying to be aware of what issues and what policies have come before us and how we can improve them so that history doesn't always repeat itself. Those are the skills, terms of media that I bring to this job. Wonderful. One of many reasons. I'm so glad I voted for you. Final espresso shot, Evan. If you could go back to college, back to American University and do it all over again, but based on the wisdom that you have right now, what advice would you give yourself? That is a really good question. One of my other mottos in life is not to regret. And so I don't think that there have been really any decisions I've made in life that I've regretted, that I wish I did over. And I would tell myself what I shared with you and the listeners that life is a journey. 
and to be prepared to zig and zag and try new things. And we might not always enjoy what we're doing in that moment, but you work hard, you throw passion and dedication into whatever it is you're doing. And I'm a firm believer that things will work out. And that's where I'm at in life right now. Council Member Glass, thank you so much for making Time for Coffee today with me and the Time for Coffee community. I want to remind our listeners that if they want to learn more about what you are doing right now in your job on the Montgomery County Council, they should check out show notes to see if that interview has already dropped ahead of this one. But I have to say, such a pleasure and a treat to get to see you and have this conversation today. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.